Hey everybody, welcome to my channel, Devin Too Woke. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, welcome to the Devin Hour Podcast. Today is Music Monday. So today we're going to be reviewing some music that was released on Friday. There was a couple of good singles that I actually really did like, but there was also a couple of of songs off of a particular album that I just did not like. So I'm very excited to get into this week. So let's just start off with the throwback album of the week being Little Mix's Salute. And I know that this album is not necessarily a throwback. It wasn't like released 20 years ago. It was released at the beginning of this decade, I think 2013. And in honor of their new album, Confetti, being announced, I decided to go back into Little Mix's uh, discography since they are my favorite girl group. And I re-listened to Salute, and Salute still stands strong in their discography. The album is so good. Almost every single song really fits the theme of saluting and, and this this empowerment, this female empowerment thing that they were trying to go for on this album. Which And just for it to be their second album, too, is still like very shocking because there was a lot of maturity in that album for their young age at the time they had to be at least 21 22 when this album came out so i really did enjoy salute it was good when it was released back then still good now still holds up but this new album confetti i'm pretty sure is just going to be pop music on there which i still like and i'm still going to enjoy but yeah salute amazing so some of my favorite songs off of that album or my top three is all songs that come back to back consecutively and I really think that this is the main trio of the album being Towers, Competition, and These Four Walls. Those songs are amazing and they're great. You can really hear the harmonies. Every single girl has a chance to shine, which is another thing that I like about Little Mix. You know, a lot of girl groups, not every member really has that moment to shine, but in every single song on that Salute album, every girl has a moment to shine on every single song. Yeah, Salute by Little Mix, my throwback album of the week. Everybody go stream it on all music platforms. The album is spectacular. So let's get into the main event of this episode. Let's start off with the singles. Okay, so first I have to acknowledge Mariah Carey, my favorite artist of all time. She dropped a new song, which is well, it's not really new. It's we're finally hearing it for the first time, but she dropped a song, which I think was planned to be on Glitter, called Out Here On My Own, and it's a cover song, and every single time Mariah does a cover, like, it is amazing. She always knows how to make the song her own without being disrespectful to the original, and this is the first time that we're hearing it. I think this was supposed to be on the Glitter album. It was recorded in the year of 2000. Um, so it would make sense for it to be on the Glitter album. I'm I'm so happy that Mariah is releasing these rarities because these are songs that we have been literally begging for since the beginning of time. Like, we're also going to get the original Loverboy song with the Firecracker mix, which J-Lo, or let me say Tommy Mottola, took because Mariah was obviously using it. It was used in a promotion of Glitter. And then here goes Tommy Mottola, his old ass snatching a song up and giving it to JLo for the I'm Real song. Mariah's voice, nothing beats Mariah's tone in the early 2000s. Her tone, oh my gosh. She always had a great tone. She always had a great voice. But when she really got into the 2000s, she really knew her voice. And she 
And that glitter soundtrack is so underrated because those are some of her best vocal moments. And people would just rather focus on the movie and how the movie did rather than acknowledging the perfect soundtrack it is and also the amazing vocal talents of Mariah Carey. So, yeah, Out Here on Her Own. Out Here on My Own is a great song, and I'm so excited to listen to these rarities. (sighs) October could not come faster. And also, I need to go ahead and pre-order that damn book, okay? Because I know it's going to be some tea. I want to hear her drag. I can't. And I think there's going to be an audio version of the book. So I'm going to go buy the audio version, and I'm going to buy the actual book because I want to hear Mariah spill the damn tea, okay? I want to hear what I want to hear the inflection of her voice when she's dragging the fuck out of Tommy Mottola. So the next single that we're going to be talking about is Sam Smith's Diamonds. I love this single. Like, the song itself, Diamonds, sounds really good. And I really wasn't a big fan of Sam Smith's last era, which was the the thrill of it all. I didn't like the album. I really didn't care for any of the singles off of there. So hearing the change that they're doing with their sound and experimenting with more modern R&B sounds, it's been very good. And I love Diamonds. I think Diamonds is great. Sam Smith has always been a really good songwriter. Um, so yeah, Diamonds is a good, is a good ass song. I love it. Okay. I haven't been able to say that about a lot of Sam Smith's releases recently, but I really do like this Diamonds single. If this song and the song that they did with Burna Boy is any indication of what this album's going to sound like, sign me up. Now, the next song that we're going to be talking about is, I think one of the biggest releases of this week being Anita Cardi B, and I think the guy name is Mikey. Is it Mikey Towers? Yeah, it's Mike Towers. That's what it is. And their new single called Me Gusta, which I absolutely love. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. Anita, I've been waiting for Anita to come and cross over to the American side, okay? I've been waiting for her to get her her big American hit, and I think Megusta will get her there, okay? One thing I love about Cardi B is that her features are good and her singles are good, okay? She is good on both her singles and features. Consistent. She's very consistent. So, Anita, Cardi B, and Mikey Towers, Megusta is a bop. It is literally a bop. And I think Anita is from Brazil, so... Of course, it's going to be a bop. Every single song that has come from Brazil that I've heard has been absolutely amazing, especially from Anita. Also, Pablo Vitar, who I absolutely am, like, obsessed with. You know, Brazilian artists for the win, to be honest with you. Let them just come over here and just take over. And speaking of songs that will be going all the way to the top, Holy by Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper. I do not like the song. I just don't. I don't like anything about it. I... I, And I try to put my bias aside, okay? Because I'm not a big fan of Justin Bieber. He has turned me off a lot over the years. And I really tried to, like, you know, step outside myself, retract my bias, and try to enjoy the music. But there was nothing to enjoy. I I don't like it. And apparently he's about to release his sixth album, which didn't changes come out earlier this year. I don't want no more music from him. And with that being said, let's get into these albums. We have three albums here that we're going to talk about very briefly. First, we're going to talk about Duran Bernard with his album, Dur And. (laughs) I love it. I love Duran Bernard. And this new album is so fire. 
every single song from top to bottom is so good and there's a lot of like influences there's a lot of um 90s influences you could really tell he studied the 90s and he lived through the 90s you could really tell because the music speaks for him like it's some of my favorites off of duran is relocate which has my favorite line in the song which is dick so good make a bitch relocate i love it it's poetry it really is is it's poetic i love it so much there's a lot of those like lyrical moments on that album which i just really enjoy i think on the opening track mix he said my out he's basically saying my album's not fucking done yet you're gonna get it when you get it we just have to wait for the album to be mixed because mixing is a process he explained (laughs) he explained how to produce, engineer, and mix an album. That's that's talent. And you put it in a song and it's the opening track on your damn mixed album. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Duran Bernard, you king, legend, icon. And I recommend that everybody checks it out. The next album that we're going to be talking about is Ava Max's Heaven and Hell. I love this album. This album is very interesting because there is moments on the album where I really do like what I hear. And then there's moments where I feel like it gets very repetitive, especially since some of the songs that that's on this album, I have heard over the past two years. But I also did find myself, you know, saying, oh, this song reminds me of this individual. This song reminds me of this individual. And this is Ava Max's debut album. So she still is trying to figure out her own individual sound. But there were moments on this album, especially with songs like Naked, and Tattoo, where I was like, oh, this sounds like a Carly Rae Jepsen song. Total, I do love the album. I do think that Ava Max's Heaven and Hell is a strong debut pop album, which I'm going to be constantly listening to. Uh, Yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good. And I love the duality because it really does sound like Heaven and Hell. Like, the first part of the album is very upbeat and light, and then we get into the hell section, and it is very, like, you know... A little bit darker, a little bit more intense. Um, The final album that we're going to be talking about is Alicia Keys' Alicia. And this album has been anticipated literally since the beginning of this year. She's been releasing singles all year and we're just now getting the album. First off, let me just talk about a little bit about my history with Alicia Keys. I really don't like any of Alicia Keys' albums besides The Diary of Alicia Keys and some parts of The Element of Freedom. Girl on Fire, I'm you could you could miss me with it, and I really wasn't a big fan of As I Am. I haven't heard songs in a minor. I know the singles are off of there, but I haven't heard all the songs on there. I know a couple of songs. Nothing really like caught my attention besides the Diary of Alicia Keys and some parts of the Element of Freedom. Going into this album, I really didn't know like what to expect because it's been years since both of those previous albums were released. And I won't say that I I liked what I heard. I will say that a lot of it was kind of like, girl, what are you doing? But there were definitely some standout tracks on there. Like there was definitely some moments that I did appreciate and that I liked. It wasn't 100% bad, but I would not say it's better than The Diary of Alicia Keys. I don't know. I do appreciate the fact that she is dabbling in different genres and even calling back to like some previous genres. And even going back into like some old school, old school genres like funk, you know, and um, one of the songs, I think Time Machine very much reminds me of Cool in the Gang and reminds me of the SOS band, which I really did like. 
Um, so there were some moments on there that I did appreciate, but in total, like in some, the album really wasn't as strong as I would like it. There songs like perfect way to die and good job are just songs that I don't think that should have been created. I don't like those songs. I really don't. And I know that they're supposed to have like the strong meaning behind them, but that the phrasing in to in um, perfect way to die is kind of like what? Like, old dude just got shot and so that so to comfort him getting shot you're going to say oh well look now you're going to be young forever that's a perfect way to die like what are you saying like when i heard that lyric i said alicia honey it's a no for me the song wasted energy is is giving me reggae vibes you know i'm very biased towards it me being caribbean and all i love it but then i hear something that is not Caribbean patois, which is fine, but I'm like, you made a reggae song, but you're gonna put an Afrobeat African artist on the song. Why did you not just put a Jamaican reggae artist onto the song since it is a reggae song? But there were some standout moments. Some of my favorite songs would be Time Machine. I really did enjoy that. Authors of Forever. Um Three Hour Drive with Sampha, I thought was really, really good. Gramercy Park, I love it. It gave me like this country twang to it, which I really did appreciate. I liked the Snow Allegra song and Jill Scott, I thought was good, but it kind of didn't make any sense to me as to like why it was on the album or why it was called Jill Scott. Is it because Jill Scott did a poem? Like if you're going to have Jill Scott on your song, at least let her sing a verse. But then also I kind of felt like Alicia Keys was imitating Jill Scott's style of singing, which I did not very much. I did not appreciate very much because I feel like you could have just had Jill Scott do it. Then if you're going to imitate her, you might as well just have her do it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and I did like So Done. And also on top of that, I don't think that this album was for like a specific demographic. I think she was trying to touch many demographics. And I think she was mainly going for the album did sound very like for the 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 caucasians <laughs> it was a pop album i felt like this album was pop it wasn't r&b it was a pop record and i don't feel like i don't feel like it was fully for you know the black folk if this album sounded like something that belonged this album sounded like something that was created for the suburban moms and i guess it's not me i'm not a suburban mom i'm not suburban so that was my review of the music that was released this past friday i couldn't i obviously couldn't get to all the music that was released this past friday because it's always a lot of music being released um but yeah those are some of the standouts for me and this week for my artist of the week i want to highlight this artist called oe which stands for on everything and i have been obsessed with his music every time he drops a new song i'm just in love with it um and he is an artist that has been featured on the devon hour podcast's 10k or less followers playlist everybody go check him out one of my favorite songs that i am a big fan of is elementary which i which i think is a banger is so good and so with that being said that is the end of music mondays i hope that you enjoyed and make sure you look out for Two Oak Wednesdays and make sure you look out for the conclusion of the Drag Queen Extravaganza this week with Darby Lynn Cartwright. Damn, I feel like this this month just flew by. It's already the 20th. I can't believe that. But either way, here we are. It's hoodie season now, my favorite season. We love that very much. Okay, so let me go.
I'm losing my light. Getting very dark in here. This is what I get for recording at like six o'clock every day. Whatever. Stay woke. And wear your hoodies because it's it's cold outside now. <laughs> Bye.